Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. Today, we're going to be surfing the mediumship waves. We do this every once in a while. We have to check in with the other side, make sure they're they're doing what they need to be doing. <laughs> so we are going to look at kind of out of meditation, what all of this mediumship stuff means. I bring it up every once in a while, too, and I realize that all these words have so many different meanings, and it's like one word, but like 25 definitions. So bear with me here in meditation. Once we get into meditation, it will seem so much easier. And I'm not sure why that is, but maybe the type of energy that you actually work with as a spirit um, makes perfect sense and you're already in that space and it's super easy. So today we're going to break on through to the other side of the energy today. And I say that because when I was growing up, my parents used to leave the radio on overnight um, and I would hear the doors all night long. especially that song. And so I kind of grew up with this um, relationship with Jim Morrison, and he's kind of like an older brother. So whenever I would wake up in the middle of the night, it would be like, oh, he's going to put me back to sleep. (laughs) And so it was kind of this whole thing happening. My parents didn't know. I don't usually talk about it. I don't even know if my sister knows. But I've always had this really strong connection to that being. And so he was probably dead already, but I didn't know. I was like, you know, three. So there's lots of these little stories. If you look back on your life, that you have these connections to folks that have passed on. And sometimes you make a big deal about it in our space. And other times it'll be a really close family member in this lifetime that passes on. And yet on the mediumship side, they're not really around. And so it's like, how do you think about that? Um, So what does mediumship mean anyway to you? I am still not quite sure after all this time, uh, but I think of it now as communicating to spirits that have passed on, but sometimes it could be a little celestial type of being walking in or a historical figure or somebody like Jim Morrison just rolling in and rolling out. He doesn't do much. He just kind of waves and then keeps going. So there's not a lot of talking or anything like that. And then there are other folks that show up and we do get into conversation. So, you know, there are other words, you know, within this whole mediumship space that have to do with the trance state. And so in me- in meditation, we go into a light trance state. And then as we kind of work our way to the mediumship side of the spectrum, the trance gets a lot deeper. And so today you might find that you have a little bit more wiggle room to go a little deeper in meditation, but we'll see what happens. Sometimes you are really into the trance part of it, and other times it's just kind of light. So you can have all of that. It's like there's no right or wrong, good or bad. And so providing um, 
this sort of space to explore this idea of life after death, which was is kind of how the whole history of mediumship sort of started. And then they would demonstrate this kind of communication. And in the UK, they would call that type of demonstration called platform work. To us, it would be like somebody standing up on a little stage or at the front of the room. Um, but we in the U.S. sort of call everything mediumship, mediumistic. We call everything psychic. Uh, but there's a lot of other things that are happening behind all those words. So lots of other psychic type of activity uh, that goes on behind the scenes with mediumship. And some folks are more sort of spiritual in their in their approach. See, I'm already, I can't even talk. Um, and then sometimes it's more clairvoyance that gets uh, sort of um, louder. Sometimes it's all audio and nobody else may be hearing it, but in your head, there's like 10 voices going at once. So there's a lot of sort of gentle work that can be done with this, uh, but we get all excited about seeing it demonstrated. That's so cool. But um, you can have it every day if you want. You just sort of start sitting in meditation, and then it becomes a deeper trance state, and then you're there. And so we're going to practice that today. So over the last century or so, there has been what's called a mediumship circle where folks in real life will go to somebody else's house or conference room or the back of a bookstore or something and sit in a chair, uh, an actual chair, not on the floor, in a circle, and then you start to amp up the vibes. People are moving energy around their space like we do in meditation, and they start raising their vibration. And after a while of the group sort of meeting and getting to know each other as spirits, it becomes more of a cultivation of energy and it gets bigger and bigger. And you end up really trusting these folks that are in this circle. And it's usually a super safe space. And uh, there are some people that are more vocal or more active or they have more psychic stuff sort of happening around them and other folks that are sort of sitting back and just raising the energy. But because you're all in this circle, it becomes all one energy. So it's not necessarily the one who's active. Everybody's contributing. And so that's kind of an interesting sort of psychic space anyway, to have all these people with all their different ideas and belief systems and all their trainings, and that might all be different. But under this mediumship umbrella, they can come together and just sort of share and open up and amazing things start to happen. And so uh, as they sit in circle over time, uh, stuff starts to happen. And when I mean stuff, I mean like stuff I don't really know how to say out of meditation, but, you know, there might be some stuff that goes flying around the room. Um, Sometimes it could be like a piece of paper or a chair tips over, but nobody's sitting in it. You know, stuff happens. And we call that kind of magic or this magical state sort of starts to happen. Um, it's called physical mediumship. And different parts of the U.S. have this more than others. And in the U.K., it's a little bit more pronounced than it is here. So it just depends sort of where you are in the world 
and what's kind of happening. And there's all the things about the ley lines and the electrical systems and where's the water. (laughs) Mediums always want to know where the water is. I happen to be like kitty corner from like a little water treatment filter thing (laughs) for the city that I'm in. And so, you know, that was appealing to me. To get this place here, like, ooh, I have a water source. But, like, you have everything to play with. You have trees, you have the sunlight, you have the moon. Um, Different times of day or night might be more fun for you to sit and experiment with uh, mediumship. It could be first thing in the morning. It could be a, a certain day of the week. So we try to stay away from any of the rule building, but um, it's kind of hard not to, because even I just was like, oh, there's a water thing over there. Oh, that'll be perfect for me. (laughs) I'm also right next to the water. Like, there's literally water down the street, you know, of the bay that I could just walk over. So (laughs) it's ridiculous, but we all do these things. And so we're trying to amp up the vibes and... You don't actually need any of the rules to do that or these sort of uh, ideas of what's going to make it better. So anyway, there's a lot of psychic activity going on behind the scenes with mediumship. And so today we're going to dive deep into what that might be for you. Um, And, you know, there's this other piece of mediumship called trance channeling. And somebody in that circle will start talking And you won't be able to stop them. They're just going to talk as long as they're going to talk until they're done. And, you know, it's usually some beautiful speech about the universe and everybody feels great after. Uh, There might be a voice change or not. That doesn't always happen in mediumship. Um, It seemed to be a big sign of like somebody was really good (laughs) with mediumship. But now after so many years... You might have a great mediumship day where you say everything in this, you know, particular voice that's not your voice and a beautiful speech, and then it may never happen again. So it doesn't need to happen over and over, but some folks want that experience over and over. And so you want to look for that sort of space in yourself. Is it that you want to experience something for the first time over and over again? Or do you want a relationship with that being that you're channeling? And this is just uh, one of the days that this speech came out. And so you're going to work on your next speech with that being, and it's going to take you a little bit to get there. And so kind of these ups and downs in mediumship is sort of normal, but in a demonstration space, sometimes you have a day that's like nothing's coming out. I can't see anything. I can't hear anything. You're just a dud. And like, it just happens. And so you can't be in a state of upsetness and try to do mediumship. And you can't be upset with yourself because you can't perform. And so there's something about this demonstration of mediumship that gets folks very tripped up on what they're seeing and experiencing, who's better, who's not, who has more work to do. It's just, it's too much. And so when you get into meditation, you start looking at this uh, mediumship space for yourself, then you start to realize like, oh, hey, it's going to take me a while before I do any sort of physical 
manifestations of spirit. You know, before that chair goes flying around the room, it's going to take me a couple of years to get there. And for other people, it's like, oh, no problem. But they won't want to do anything else. They may not want to uh, communicate with other spirits besides the ones that they grew up with. So there's a lot of choices you have and a lot of worlds you can open yourself up to in this space. You don't have to. You don't have to make rules. You don't have to see Jim Morrison every time you sit down and circle, which I don't, by the way. Um, but it is a little bit of a conundrum to sort of look at how your ego wants to jump in and start making things sort of happen in this space. And it's like, wait a minute, this is another part of my brain. How is this all happening? And I think it's because in this mediumship experience, all of your faculties get turned on. And so even that analytical part of your brain starts going to town too. And so you've got to quiet that part of your brain as well. So if you notice the ego getting in there, telling you you're doing it wrong or whatever it's saying, you got to like quiet it down. And so as we get into meditation, you may not see too much of that because we start with all of the connections with the earth and the sun. But there's always that day that the ego comes roaring out of your head. So uh, you just want to be gentle with it and be like, let's let the space get a little bigger. You know, give, give your ego a nice comfy chair to relax and just enjoy the show. And um, that sounds simple outside of meditation. But once you're in that mediumship space, um, it can happen pretty fast. And, you know, the ego also likes to hide behind that word called skeptic or skeptical. And if you notice that sort of start to happen, you can, again, pull out a chair for your ego and tell it to sit down and just wait. (laughs) So, you kind of have to be willing to be the leader of your own spiritual circle in your head and be able to participate or sit back and let things unfold. The word unfold is kind of a big word in the spiritualist communities because if you just sit there in meditation long enough, the mediumship stuff will happen. And that's amazing. (laughs) So that should be motivation to sit in meditation, but we all know how hard it is to even sit down and look, I'm still talking. And so usually we're meditated by now. So you can see I'm a little amped up and that's part of the mediumship thing for me is that I'm going to get really, really, really super excited. And then I'm going to get into meditation and then stuff's going to happen. It's just like really funny that way. And um, so we all have our things. You want to look for what that is for you and don't make it wrong. So if you have to get super excited. Oh, the other piece about that is that some folks have to get really sad and think about all the family members that have passed on. And so I thought I was a weirdo because I wasn't getting sad enough. But um It's just everybody has a different sort of entry point. And uh, it might be that the energy of the being that you recognize has to do with their passing. 
and they're really known to you and very close to you. And one of the sort of engagement energetic patterns that is happening between the spirit that has passed on and you is this connection point to that emotion of sadness. And you don't want to make it wrong either, but you do have choices. You can pick a different memory. You can work with them, talk with them, you know, bring them into this mediumship circle with you and decide on a different entry point. So it doesn't have to be all sad. Um, But uh, there are times when the sadness starts to bubble up and you don't want to squish it down. You want to ask who? Oh, who's coming? Is this my other grandma? <laughs> Is this, you know, some other friend that passed away and this horrible thing happened and that's why I'm feeling this sadness? So sometimes the emotion comes before the mediumship experience. And so, You don't want to make yourself wrong because sometimes they're helping you to either release energy to get to the next thing or you're going to have a communication that you never had before. And they're just going to the most efficient way to get to you, (laughs) like, listen to me, um, is to use sadness. But it's not that way all the time for all beings. So you also want to watch your fear. And sometimes you'll be sitting in circle and fear will come to the circle. And it's usually not attached to a being, but sometimes our little ego's getting all riled up or we're imagining these fearful thoughts or, you know, who is this being that's walking into the circle? I don't recognize it. So now I'm scared. Like who's going to come to my mediumship space? And, um, Usually beings are very benign, and when you're sitting in meditation, you kind of have your your own energy set in a way that's you feel safe, your body feels safe, and that invites other beings that are also going to match that same energy. So I'm not saying the weird stuff can't happen. It can, but 99.9% of the time, it it's fine. You're having a great time. Maybe you're a little sad or super amped and excited, which I still am. (laughs) Like, this is like so funny that this is happening right now. (laughs) So anyway, uh, I don't usually talk about fear, but I do want to bring it up because every once in a while it'll happen and you just got to remind yourself like, oh, that's just that little fearful little piece floating around and you can just release it down the grounding cord. Uh, Not everybody in a mediumship circle is grounded to the center of the earth Um, in these mediumship sort of demonstration events. uh, You might be because you know how now, but um, that definitely helps uh, to at least release the fear, let it go back to the center of the earth. The earth has been around and seen all the scary things, so it's not like you're not connected to a bigger energy. So, all right, let's just take another deep breath. And let's just have ourselves start to settle back into that space behind our eyes. And I guess the last thing I'll mention is that if there's a family member that you didn't have a good time with in this lifetime, don't go to that person 
Don't invite them in. Don't try to resolve anything. Don't get in there and try to fix that space in your mediumship circle. And so when you sit in meditation and you say to yourself, oh, I think I'm going to work on some mediumship today. That's what I'm calling the mediumship circle. And so you don't want to start with that uncle that you didn't have a good time with. And I have one of those. And eventually he started coming around and I was like, oh, yeah. And it came with all the stuff, though. I could smell the cigarette smoke. I could, uh, different music would be playing, you know, earlier that day. Or uh, the colors would all sort of be around me in a certain way that were uh, calling attention to different parts of his life. And so now I'm not freaked out. But if the uncle shows up and you're like, no, not you, I'm not talking to you today, it's okay to say thanks, talk to you later. You could say bye. You can say scram, get out of here. You are totally empowered to do that. Um, sometimes you want to get to the mediumship goal that you sort of have for, let's say, today or any other day. And if that uncle shows up, he just might have to wait in the wings until you're ready to talk to him. So you don't want to feel like you have to be in communication with any particular being. Um, sometimes we like to sort of sit back and watch and see who shows up, and we'll do that today. And then we'll sort of get into conversation, but you don't need to force yourself into any communication that you don't want. And that kind of brings me back to the fear thing, is that you're starting to feel like, oh, no, I don't want this. Then you know what? You climb back into the center of your head, you say hello to the sun and the earth, and you just sit back and just watch the space. Because what you're finding out is how big is your mediumship? Do I really know? I, I don't think I still know. Some days it's happening all day long. Other days it's like a ghost town, literally. Like, I don't know any of these people <laughs> without bodies around me. Like, where is this coming from? So there's days where I'm tapped in and connected and other days that I'm just not. And so we sort of decide that it's the other side's problem. <laughs> But usually it's the ones with, that have the bodies that are in the right space to connect. And that's okay. So anyway, let's take a deep breath. Let's get into that space behind our eyes. You want to be in the sixth chakra for just right now. When we start working a mediumship space, you might notice as we kind of go through this that you might want to hang out on the top of your head. Other folks want to be in their heart. And so we want to be open to that, that you might have a different spot that you like to hang out in, in this mediumship type of energy. So from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, I'd like you to connect Using a stream of energy, we're going to call a grounding cord. It doesn't have to be the biggest grounding cord you've ever seen. It can be flexible. It can be easy to work with. You might notice that the earth is saying hello back. 
You might feel some of that earth energy start to bubble up through the soles of the feet, through the legs and the hips, into that first chakra at the base of the spine. And just allow some of that earth energy to flow up the back channels and the front channels of the spine, passing through all those other energy centers. Some of that earth energy will flow over the arms, down the hands, up down the arms and out the palms of the hands. And some of that energy will continue through the throat, through the center of the head, and out the top of the head. And sometimes with mediumship, you'll get a little sort of scratchy throat. Um, you might get other uh, parts of your body that get all jazzed up. You might feel tingling or hot or cold in different ways. And so we haven't quite opened up that mediumship um, realm yet, but we've been talking about it. <laughs> so they're starting to gather. And then I'd like you to just imagine that you are connected to our cosmic sun. Just imagine a glowing orb above your head. And I'd like you to just let that cosmic light start to stream through your space, coming through the top of the head, down the back channels of the spine, coming up the front channels of the spine, passing through those energy centers. That solar light will continue down the legs, even through the grounding cord, through the arms and the hands. And you'll start to see this mix of earth and cosmic energy floating around your space. And the other thing we like to do is you'd like to call in your aura pretty close to your body. About 12 inches, one foot above you, below you, side to side. So sometimes in the channeling uh, sort of area of mediumship, this overlay of energy starts to happen and it can come sort of around the back of the neck, the back of the head, kind of wrapping around your aura a little bit. Um, it doesn't happen like that for everyone. So you might just want to notice if you suddenly feel a little more supported than usual. <laughs> You're usually sitting in a chair, but Folks listening might be lying down. That's okay, too. So just take a deep breath and sort of notice that aura very close to the body. Earth and cosmic energy running. I'd like you to set up a circle around the floor of your space. Just on the outside of that aura. And I'd like you to just set it at gold. You can use sort of a white gold, almost a lightning white color, or it might be a little more sunshiny gold around that floor. And I'd like you to just let that become a column of light on the outside of your aura. And the work we do today will be inside the space, inside this column of light. 
and it will go all the way down to the center of the earth, all the way out to wherever the sun is right now. Great. So I'd like you to just take a deep breath and just let your energy start to run through your space. If it was kind of light before, I'd like you to turn it up. Bring in lots of earth and cosmic energy now. And notice that your energy is circulating in all of this. In and out of cells, in and out of your muscles, bones, and organs. There's your own energy that's circulating through layers of your aura. I'd like you to just sort of take a moment to think about all the different ways you might already be using mediumship. And so sometimes when we're doing some kind of art, playing around with music, or any other creative arts, that mediumship can show up. Might notice a little more influence or support from some other realm. Sometimes when you're cooking, cooking a meal for yourself or others, and you might get a little spaced out. And that might be another spot where that mediumship starts to unfold. So I'd like you to just notice if the palms of your hands are getting kind of hot or cold, soles of the feet hot or cold. Sometimes the top of the head starts to buzz as this energy starts to come around us. Some folks see this as very translucent kind of energy. Sometimes it can look like a pastel fog. You might want to be on top of your head or drop down into your heart. Sometimes you might want to hang out around the throat area. Or you might want to stay in the center of your head. You'll notice that those first three chakras are kind of on autopilot right now. But sometimes the mediumship space will open up that dream space too. So that might be coming out of the third chakra. If there's some other creative stuff that's happening, might be coming out of the second chakra just below the navel. And if you notice anything interesting happening you've never seen before, sometimes we like to hide out for a little bit in our first chakra. At the base of the spine, and then we like come back up. So just sort of notice your travels up and down the energy centers of the body. Sometimes in a spiritual space, we want to sit back. And when I say that, I mean sit back in your space. And so it might be that you're kind of pulled away from the body a little bit. You're still in your aura. But you're kind of sitting up on a chair, kind of looking at your body. 
might be just below you. It's like kind of being up in the rafters of your aura. You might be in the outside layers of your aura, looking at your body. That can happen too. So just take a deep breath and just sort of notice what feels comfortable right now. Sometimes we get a little feeling, which is why I bring up the first chakra, that it's starting to feel like school. And why does it feel like school? I'm in meditation, but I feel some academic something happening to me. And so you might be learning things in this mediumship space from other spiritual mentors that have passed on. And that's okay. So if you feel like you haven't done your homework or you have nothing to turn in and you're going to be in trouble, I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. And that's just a little sneaky thing the ego likes to do, acting like you're not prepared. So just take a deep breath, get back into that space where you want to be. And I'd like you to imagine a couple of different scenarios and pick the one that you like the best. Sometimes when I'm thinking about a mediumship circle, I imagine being in the woods, redwood trees all around me, and out in front of me is a campfire. And there's these long logs that are like benches around the campfire. And the fire is going pretty good. I can smell the wood burning. I can see the flames. And then these beings start to come in. And they may not look like spirit guides. They may not. They might look like orbs, just balls of light. They might look like people you know. There might be a lot of them. And sometimes I notice they kind of walk around the campfire first, like a whole turn of the campfire, until they find their spot. So you might want that sort of image to start things off. And sometimes I just only want to talk to one person that may have passed on. And when I really want kind of a one-on-one interaction, I like to pretend or imagine that I have gone to the beach, I'm looking out at the ocean, and I'm sitting on the sand. And they come and sit on the left of me. If you want more folks to show up, that's fine. But that's just sort of another way I imagine it. Other times I imagine that I'm at the top of these really high mountains. They could be in the Alps, could be a spring day, and I'm sitting on this bench under a tree. And sometimes they crowd around, sometimes it's just one person, but I could smell fresh grass. In the sun, I can feel it on my skin. So just notice what your space is like in this mediumship state. Where does your mind go first? 
might have several places you visit. So just pick one for now. And as we kind of get the place sort of settled down, I'm going to go back to my campfire. We're going to think about some things and say hello to present time. So right now, it's 2023. And we've done a lot of stuff today. We'll do some more stuff later today. So you kind of want to hold that energy of what today is like for you in your space. That sort of snapshot. So if somebody from the other side was going to say hello, it's like you're going to give them a picture of the energy you're in right now. And it's just one of the ways to say hello. So before you start chatting everybody up, I'd like you to also think about what's going on inside your body. So you have an energy that's happening that's all your own energy. Sure, you have earth and cosmic energy flowing through your space, but there's all that energy in the heart. And it can say hello. And it can say hello for you. You have other energies in the fifth chakra where you can start off with a song in your head, welcoming these folks you want to see or talk to. Maybe there's a song you always start with when it has to do with mediumship things. Maybe in the center of your head, you sort of put out the image of that campfire, like meet me here. It's like a treasure map. You're giving all these beings Come find this energy that we're going to hang out in today. We're going to tell some stories. And other times we want to be looking at that energy coming off the top of our head, that seventh chakra, that crown chakra. And maybe we want to open up the space, not just for folks that have had bodies on earth, but also to other celestial beings that we work with. Some of us are really into our angels. And some of us have relationships with other celestial beings. And we want to include them. And so for right now, I'd like you to just think about who you want to talk to, where you want to be, and how you're going to show them. Like, I am here, willing to talk to you guys. Where are you guys? Where have you been? <laughs> we want to be welcoming We don't want to be snarky. So just take a deep breath and notice your space. Notice if you can imagine all these energy centers in your body opening up. Sometimes we want that. Other times it's just one energy center that we focus on as we say hello to the space. You might notice a smell or a color. You might hear the crackling of fire or ocean waves. You might feel the wind in your hair. Some of us like to sort of start in the back of our space, sort of looking down on our body, still in our aura. We want to just sit back and see who shows up. 
And that's okay. We're letting the space open up. You might notice that it, this energy comes with a little more heat or a little more cold. Your hands might be getting really hot, but other parts of you are freezing right now. That happens too. You might notice another little wisp of energy of maybe relief because the other side has been trying to get your attention for a long time and now you're paying attention. (laughs) So just take a deep breath and notice that space. This can be fun. This can be that energy of everybody showing up to the party at the same time. You might have lots of questions. They might have lots of questions or communications for you. I'd like you to just notice who shows up. Sometimes it's just sitting in that energy of this mediumship space. It might feel a little bit miraculous. It might feel a little bit normal, too. Notice the shapes around you, the colors. You might want to say hello to everyone you see. If you notice different orbs of light that are just kind of hanging around, you can set up chairs for them. Invite them in. You can say hello. We have some fun things happen sometimes. Sometimes we start with the animal guides first. And we all have them. And sometimes they show up first and we're like, I don't know what this yellow bird is. So I'd like you to say hello to all those animals that might have shown up. Sometimes there's other types of spirit guides that show up that are different from other guides you might work with on a daily basis. You might notice a couple of historical figures that can show up sometimes. like you to just let them be there they may not say anything or do anything they might just be letting you know that they show up too in this space you might notice some of the family or friends that have passed on 
Sometimes it's folks that we know. Sometimes it's folks that we've heard about. There might be more of an ancestral space that happens. Just take another deep breath and notice if things are getting serious. That's sometimes when the ancestors show up, we want to be prim and proper. So just take another deep breath and notice how that ego's getting ready to go. Might want to ask it to sit down. Sometimes we will have this other realm open up that's tied to maybe uh, religious texts or uh, religious sort of figures that you might have grown up with, or there might be many lifetimes that you have connection to them. And if the right combination of family and friends show up, then this other religious energy shows up. I'd like you to just invite that in. might be another wave of familiar territory for you. And then sometimes we get another sort of whiff or feeling or another wind of this angelic realm that shows up. Sometimes there's other beings that we know about, but we don't tell anyone else about. And so just let yourself have that space of having other spiritual beings show up that are kind of only known to you. Just welcome them. So you may have lots of folks around you. You might just have one or two. But I'd like you to just notice if there's any part of your body that would like to release some energy. You can release it down the grounding cord. You can release emotion or other energies out of that four chakra or any other energy center. Out of the heart out of the top of the head. And just notice that some of these beings would like to say hello back. They might have other items to say. Just take a deep breath. Notice where you are in your body or above and in the back of your aura. You might be hanging out. Notice if you're at that scene. 
Notice that communication might be happening in pictures and colors and different symbols. You might notice in this space, there is this element of happiness. That might be starting with you, might be starting with them. Just notice this energy of ease. Just notice this time that you have spent. And I'd like you to let your guides and folks from the other side know when you'll be back in this place again to have a little talk, have a little chat, have a little visit. I'd like you to decide when that will be. Is it next week? Is it later today? Is it tomorrow? I'd like you to decide about the next time that you'll see these folks. And I'd like you to thank them all for coming. And that you'll do this again. So I'd like you to let that scene go, dissipate, release, go back to the center of the earth. It might be in a fog and just start to disappear. That space of the campfire or the beach that you were sitting on or wherever your scene was. I'd like you to just let that release and fade away. And I'd like you to come back to the center of your head. I'd like you to just expand out that aura a little bit more, like three feet above you, below you, side to side, front and back. Give yourself a little space. On the outside of your aura, I'd like you to just have it be set for the rest of the day at sky blue, just to be a little bit different from the energy you experienced today. We want to keep that energy you just saw very sacred. And so for the rest of today, outside of your aura can be sky blue. 
everything else on the inside of your aura, the rest of your body can be whatever you'd like. can be all one color, can be all different colors. I'd like you to notice that grounding cord back to the center of the earth and that you have solar light coming in from the sun, filling up your space. like you to continue this work we'll do more mediumship waves in the future so stay tuned for more on inflow radio Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.